0: Hi everybody, welcome back to Metaphysical Life Mastery Channel. Thank you again for tuning in. And I wanted to say that um, I had a really interesting dream about Donald Trump the other night. I want to say that would probably be the night of the 26th. I had a dream about him. And it was, I'm just going to tell you the dream. And then you can decide... yourself whether this might be possible I really don't know what else to make of it okay but in the dream Donald Trump was hanging out with a whole bunch of black guys black men he was hanging out with them smoking with them you know taking shots with them really really seemed very comfortable around them you know. Was kicked back, laid back around these black men. Of course, this was not at a public venue. This was more something this is somewhere private, and I I was just standing there watching, which I often am. In my dreams, I often uh, get sent somewhere just to see, or I oft, I will get uh, called into the portal to just witness something. Maybe I'm a witness. I don't know, but. He was very cool with these guys. He wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't referring to them as, quote-unquote, the blacks. It was the opposite of what he shows you in public, okay? So, my question is, was this dream some kind of inclination or premonition or coding that he might be putting on a front to the public about black people or his uh closeness to to the black community could i mean he he literally had like a gang of dudes around him they were all black men there was not a white man in sight so i don't know who these men are or why i saw that but i just want to tell you all about it and i also wanted to say uh for those of you who are um, listening to black women channels, be careful about listening to these covert narcissists or alleged covert narcissists or people who show you high level narcissistic traits, high level sociopathic traits and who want to accuse you of being jealous of Vanessa or which is Kobe Bryant's wife or jealous of any other non black woman who is with a black man or um, Be careful about black women who tell you you jealous about that shit because that's a bitch that sucks black dick, okay? And I'm saying it just like that. These blockheaded, short sighted bitch short-sighted, bitch-slap-you-if-you-step-out-of-line bitches want to tell you the keys to level up, but they done got them fucking keys, the illusory skeleton keys from the pimparchy of the black church, huh? And a lot of these chicks are sleeping with black men in their churches or around the churches or associated with the churches who have wives and girlfriends and fiancés or who are otherwise, quote-unquote, taken. Okay. Nobody's, I personally am not jealous of Vanessa, but I'm addressing that because, you know, this individual was saying that to black women on her page talking about, and, and then, you know, like I'm just seeing all the narcissistic gaslighting going on. You know, you accuse people of uh, making baseless accusations against you when they take your opinion the wrong way, when you have done the same. You accuse people of being crazy and mentally ill because they don't want to mourn or don't feel sorry for Kobe, or you accuse them of being inhumane. I personally am one of the most humane people that most people have ever encountered. I'm always standing up for the underdog. I'm always standing up for children, elders, people who are less fortunate. So I'm not an inhumane person just because I don't want to use my energies that are for my life and for my path to mourn somebody who would not care if I breathed my last breath the next five minutes from now. It's common fucking sense. So just watch out for these chicks, right? Saturn, Pluto, and Neptune are going to expose a lot of shit to you over the next, uh, couple of weeks or so, um, so just, just peep game on that, but, pardon me, when it comes to this lady, Robin Baby, who's been in my content, comments talking about I'm Belizean and anybody come for you, I got your back, I got your back, you saying all of that shit in my comments, but then you get in my comments and you get disrespectful talking about why are you talking about your zombie god i'm an atheist i don't give a fuck if you're an atheist or an agnostic everybody can believe what they want to believe i got people in my family who are atheists and agnostics and i mean what are, what are you really telling me bitch you on my channel soaking up my knowledge right and that's why you blocked now because i was waiting on your true spirit to show because i never believed that shit you were talking And then you want to talk about, well, religious people. I am not religious. When did you ever hear me say that I'm religious? However, I do believe in a higher power. There is a difference between being religious and engaging in religious church practice or being Catholic, Christian, Muslim, and so on, and being a spiritual person who believes in a higher cosmic force. There's a difference there. And if you don't know that's the fucking difference, then maybe you need to get off of the spirituality channels and learn some shit for yourself. Don't come in my comments with no bullshit. I deleted most of your shit and blocked you. Because, see, all you are is a hating-ass Latin bitch who's got a problem with a bitch like me because you're jealous. And the reason why you're jealous is because I am never purported to be a religious person on any of my videos. I've got a good 500 videos across two channels. I've never purported to be a religious person anymore. I have people... In my family back home in the states, who are very religious, but I have, i personally am not. But just because I believe in the Most High and have witnessed supernatural thing, does not things does not make me a religious person. There are many spiritualists out there who know that there is a higher power and who have said the same thing, who have not only uh, worshipped the ancestors and encouraged. Um, People to be cognizant of the elemental in- energies. But they've also encouraged people to be cognizant of the most high force. Okay? Of which there is one. Now, if you want to be an atheist, that's great. I don't have nothing to do with that. I respect everybody. If you want to believe what you want to believe, that's fine. Just I hope you're ready for what might happen if you are wrong. What what you going to do if you're wrong, sis? And And I'm just saying sis to be facetious because you ain't my fucking sis. What you going to do if you're wrong? I hope you prepare for that. That's all I got to say. You know, do you just know the consequences? Do you, but just know the consequences. Now, I had this uh, dream last night about the CIA and me. And what I was hearing was that <laughs> that I might have been working for them in, the past, in a past life. Um, and I know a lot of you are like, Well, you're a brown woman or you're a melanated woman. How could you work for them back in the 40s? I found some World War II f- spies. Uh, there was a World War II spies who was a brown woman, a spy who was a brown woman. Okay. Um, there were uh several African American women who were Involved with the military and certain projects. Like, who is this lady here? There was a World War II spy um, named Josephine Baker. Did you know Josephine Baker was a World War II spy? Did you know that? I didn't know it until now. They got a old, they got a picture of her too. Um in military garb, regalia rather. So I had a dream last night. Well, it wasn't even really a dream, y'all, because I wasn't even fully asleep. I I know I wasn't in REM sleep or rapid eye movement sleep. Um I was kind of like in trance state. And I found another black woman who was a spy for the CIA and the KGB during the Cold War from, um, hold on. Yeah, there's a video about it. I haven't seen the video yet. I haven't watched this video yet, but I just saw a thumbnail of some, um, spies for the CIA and the KGB. And, um, it says, of course, throughout the, cold war both sides sought intelligence about their opponents using spies satellites and other means for political reasons scientists working now i don't feel i was cold war um era i think i was way before that because the trans channeling or transmission that i got last night was that i used to work for the cia the fbi and was associated with mi6 and the kgb And, um, and I said, what, I said, this is crazy when I heard it, right. I heard it in my spirit and I heard the ether talking to me and I said, this is crazy. What are you talking about? And they were like, well, uh, there was, they said, well, first of all, um, have you noticed that you don't think Vladimir Putin is a bad person? Have you noticed that you've um, always been fascinated with the spy uh agent, double O agent type of entertainment, history, etc. And have you noticed also that you are heavily um that you have a heavy military mindset? And I said yes. I said, Okay, well, um, uh, there was programming done on you in your other life to help you to cause you to dissociate from what that life was so that you wouldn't leak any information in this life when you were reborn. So apparently um, they said born 1927 that I was born previously in 1927. Now this is y'all, this is a past life that I have never, ever, ever uh, heard in my spirit in my entire life. This is the first time I'm ever hearing this. And I'm sharing it because I don't know where it's going to go or like, it may be important to somebody. Maybe some, there's probably other people out there like this, right? So they said, born in 1927, you did work. And then I saw myself walking down a hallway of a government building. There were a bunch of other agents and people in the, in the, in the hallway, but it wasn't, it wasn't the Pentagon because the Pentagon was not built back then. It was another government building but they were like, yeah, you, you also had a friendly relationship with the KGB. And that's why you don't think Vladimir Putin is a bad person. Uh, there's, uh, they, he said that, or the ether said that, uh, they implanted some coding within you in your past life to make sure that you don't share any secrets in this life. And they also disabled you genetically. So at first I was thinking, okay, was this, genetic condition a symptom of that first life where I had malaria because as many know sickle cell trait sickle cell disease actually are protective against malaria but last night I heard that it could have even been a genetic modification because I never had the disease any other time except for this life like I never had the disease in any other life except for this one. So it would make sense that if there was genetic modification done, and I know people would probably be like, well, how are they doing genetic modification back then? Well, I was born in 83 in this life. So how long have they like been engineering viruses and doing genetic modification? Like you, people say that HIV and AIDS is allegedly created, you know? So, of course, we started seeing that in, what, the 80s. So there had to be something going on. But uh, it's, they've known, let me just share this with you. If you're wondering, okay, how would they have done genetic mod on somebody to give them sickle cell? Well, they've known about sickle cell since 1910. Over 100 years, they've known about this condition, y'all. There is no cure for it other than a bone marrow transplant. And if you don't have any full siblings, which I don't have any full siblings meaning same mom, same dad, you can't get a bone marrow transplant from that sibling. Because if you don't have it, you don't have it. And then most of the time, there are very few uh, African-American bone marrow uh, donors. So the registry is not very large. And then if you have a special phenotype like I do, which is from the middle, quote unquote, misnomer, Middle East in the east of it and, and, and it's really from India you don't part of my phenotype is or yeah part of my phenotype is from Africa and then there's another part that is from the east which explains that 13% Palestinian in the bloodline in the DNA test I have not done a DNA test on me but my aunt had a DNA test done and it said 13% Palestinian so that is my dad's sister so I'm, you know, so the East is coming through and then people have often mistaken her for being East Indian. Um, and people have mistaken me for being East Indian. And that's also past life energies or maybe some kind of reincarnation stuff. But they said you were given this disease in this life to disable you from becoming, from, from basically uh, becoming a worthy, operative, in this life and possibly leaking information so not only was according to this channeling not only was there a physical component that was placed to disable me from being able to join any military and from being able to join any special ops group so physically they disabled me but also the channeling said that subconsciously they disabled me because they put up a wall so to speak uh they compartment, they did some kind of programming in my last life that is still there somehow it may be breaking down now because I started to see some stuff last night so it may be breaking down now y'all the wall may be crumbling and so they put if you can understand this I hope I'm describing it accurately enough they put some kind of wall there to compartmentalize the information that I knew in that other life so that I would not remember it when I'm in this life but I still saw pieces of it I still saw pieces of the activity I was doing I'm not I would never make this kind of shit up y'all y'all know me I might I might kiki I might laugh I might get a little bit off the chain I might go in a little bit I might be rosy sweet you know Scorpio is a variable like that. They are the most complex sign. However, I would never make no shit up up like this. I would never do that. I'm only ever going to tell the truth about whatever it is I see. And if I don't have the words to tell you the truth about it or if I don't know how to describe it and it's just like a vision and I don't have the words to really describe it so that other people can envision it, then I just won't say it until I have the words. But there was some kind of wall put up. And you guys, when, I, when I, saw, I saw the wall in my own mind, I saw the wall. It was like a box, like a steel vault in my own mind of this information from being an operative. Why is this coming through when about a week ago I said they probably would have recruited me to be an operative? I said that a week ago, if you go back on some of my videos, if you've been listening to each one on this channel, I said they probably would have recruited me for NSA or CIA because of my birth chart, uh, the Pluto and the Scorpio uh, placement, and then the other things. And I said, but some souls cannot work for that dark side agenda all the time. All of us have a shadow side and all of us have, uh, past lives where we probably did some fucked up shit because that's where the karma comes from. That's where the karma cleanse comes from, right? Or the, uh, dealing with your karma comes from. So I saw this steel vault in my own mind, but I was able to, I wasn't able to see around the sides of it. So it wasn't like I was looking straight at a wall. I was looking at the steel box in my mind, of this compartmentalized past life information from above. So it was, like fla- it was like a drone footage type of thing of where I was looking down into the box and I could see me doing all of these activities. It was really strange, but I'm sharing this because I'm sure other people have had these kinds of experiences. But... I saw this kind of depicted in... What was it? Supernatural. Yeah, the Supernatural show, which is on Netflix with Sam and Dean Winchester. Those are my dudes. I love Sam and Dean. There was a, I want to say it might have been season seven or season eight. I'm not really sure. Let me, I'll Google this for you just in case you want to watch this, right? So, on Supernatural, it was the episode called The Man Who Knew Too Much. Okay? The Man Who Knew Too Much. Now, there's also an episode on there called The Wall. The Wall is... Let's see. Let me see if I can get the season number. Just one moment. Because I, if you would like to watch it, it would be a worthy watch. So, The Wall... It doesn't say which episode that was. It says death, meaning the archangel of death, the archangel Azrael, a.k.a. Israel, or death, just death, the Grim Reaper, erected a psychological wall inside of Sam's mind, which is Sam Winchester, Dean's brother, the one with the longer hair, to serve as a blockade, between sam and his memories of his time in the cage as his time there was so horrific that remembering what happened would mess him up severely even castiel commented that castiel is an angel in supernatural even castiel commented that even he wouldn't know where to start with healing sam but castiel the angel later split the psychological wall by touching sam's head and the wall completely dusted to bits over time due to the constant hallucination that sam was forced to endure now if you want to know what the cage was sam basically ended up going to hell and lucifer tor- lucifer tortured him in hell and that he was in a cage in hell and and they did all kind of horrific things to him and so death as a favor to Sam and Dean Winchester, put a wall in Sam's mind to protect him from that trauma. So this is what I'm talking about. The wall, the compartmentalization of information. Now let me see if I can find out. Uh, And by the way, Castiel the angel, I forgot about this before I channeled that information. When I told y'all the other day or sometime last week that some souls can... Some souls break down physically because of the nuclear power of their soul, or there, some people rather. Some people's bodies began to have problems, aches, pains, arthritis, you know, uh, fibromyalgia, diabetes, whatever. Uh, some people began to break down under the nuclear power under of their soul. In Supernatural, there was an episode, I'm remembering it now since I mentioned Castiel, where Castiel in order to prevent the what were they called there were these creatures they were they were black ooze creatures like i told y'all about the black ooze and the orcs and the urkai and how that's associated with crude oil where there were these creatures um who was let me see let me give you the right name for them so Dick Roman was an antagonist of season seven. So yeah, this was like season six, season seven. You want to pay attention to those two when it comes to the wall and these creatures. They were called Leviathans. They were uh, Dick Roman, Richard Dick Roman um, was the strongest and was the leader of the leviathans which were the strongest smartest deadliest member of his race and how they would do is they would like body jump and, and it would be like something out of uh phantoms yeah that movie phantoms which you it seems to have disappeared from the fucking internet uh, phantoms where those black ooze creatures would body snatch and get inside people, they showed that shit in the X-Files too. They showed this alien ship crashing and this black ooze coming out of it and getting inside of humans, and they could take the form of anybody. But it was like black oil in the X-Files. These things were called the Leviathans, and they were from hell, and they were in the in the show Supernatural in season seven, season, season six and season seven. But he's mainly in... Dick, the leader of the Leviathans, are mainly in season seven of Supernatural. So castiel the angel took on all the souls of humankind and the reason why he did that was because he wanted to save all the souls from getting taken by the leviathans the leviathans were ready to turn everybody and and devour everybody and castiel was like but what about the preacher what about what about the preachers what about the children what about this what about that what about our doctors what about this And so he said, you know what? I'm going to take on all the powers of all the souls to protect them from the Leviathans. And when he did that, he became like a nuclear reactor and his body began to physically break down. His skin started falling off. His skin started like becoming like um, purulent with like lots of boils and craters on his skin. And he was, you could see he was just, decaying he was decaying this is the same concept of nuclear decay okay but he took on the souls and then everybody thought that castiel castiel exploded under the power of all those souls and i'm not going to tell you what happened to castiel but you'll have to watch it because i don't want to you know spoil the show for you if you've never seen it But he exploded under the power of all those souls and you'll have to see what happens with Castiel. He tried to save mankind, okay, by taking all of them and protecting them from the leviathans, from the black ooze creatures. Nuclear decay, aka radioactive decay, occurs when the nucleus of an atom is unstable and spontaneously emits energy in the form of radiation. The result is that the nucleus changes into the nucleus of one or more other elements These daughter nuclei have a lower mass and are more stable or lower in energy than the parent nucleus. So it basically radiates radiation, nuclear decay, radioactive decay or decay energy. So this happened on a soul or metaphysical level with Castiel. But when they had the walls up in Sam's mind, Sam could not remember everything about who he was. And eventually, they had no choice but to take the wall down. And when they took the wall down, Sam struggled with everything he had been through and everything he had seen around him in the cage in hell. So this is the wall that I saw in my my own mind. And they said to me, meaning the ether, This is why you've always been attracted to that genre. This is why you've always been fascinated. This is why you have an uncanny draw to it because you were in it. They disabled you physically to make sure you would not join any militaries and any other operative groups. And they also put a wall up to keep their secrets. However, they let me see a part of the wall. I mean, they let me see the wall that was there and they let me see some things in there. Now, I know that this is not a demonic implantation of a vision or a trance or transmission, rather, whichever you would like to term it. I know it's not because I just know it's not. In my soul, I know that this makes sense to me. Now, is that why I'm back here? Is that why... Uh, they don't give a damn when I talk about this stuff. Is is it is that why? Because they know who I am. Is that why? So they did say that I've had the same birthday every time I've been born, that I haven't had no other birthday, meaning it's just a different year. So let me tell you this. This is going to be very interesting to you. On November 12th, 1927, which was my birthday, they said. This is really strange, y'all. So bear with me. It says, what happened on this day in no, on November 12th, 1927? And I heard that towards the end of the whole transmission and seeing the, the wall, the vault and everything. It says, Leon Trotsky, T-R-O-T-S-K-Y is expelled from the Soviet Communist Party, paving the way for Joseph Stalin to consolidate complete power. That happened on my birthday in 1927. The day I was born. Back then. They would have called that generation the greatest generation. The Chinese Zodiac back then was the rabbit. Okay. Here are people who are from what is called the G.I. generation or the greatest generation. That would be just those described, uh, those being born between 1901 and 1927. Listen to these names, y'all. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm not making this shit up. I'm telling you, this is really what they said. First person who was born between in the greatest generation between 1901 and 1927 was John F. Kennedy. Elizabeth II, Nelson Mandela, Marilyn Monroe, Margaret Thatcher, Lyndon B. Johnson, Richard Nixon, Donald Bradman, Arthur Miller, Rosa Parks, Charles Lindbergh, and Bonnie Parker. Also, Indira Gandhi, Ronald Reagan, Fidel Castro, Mother Teresa, Frank Sinatra, Joe Louis, Bhagat Singh, Walt Disney. Bet Davis, Dmitri Shostakovich, yes, no, Dmitri Shostakovich. Jackie Robinson, Tunku Abdul Rahman, Lou Gehrig, of which Lou Gehrig's disease is named for. George H. W. Bush, Clyde Barrow, John Dillinger. Oh, I love me some John Dillinger. Oh, Johnny Depp as John Dillinger child that was that was that was delicious tease there but i love john dillinger as a person for some reason i don't know why is it because i was born in the same generation in a past life okay jimmy carter william westmoreland lucille ball Louis armstrong sukarno adolph eichmann of the ss guy gibson ted williams John Pope John Paul II, Marlon Brando, Bugsy Siegel, who was a gangster, Joe DiMaggio, Judy Garland, Bobby Riggs, Jerry Lewis, Fulgencio Batista, Rocky Marciano, Bing Crosby, Ayatollah Khomeini. Wasn't I talking about no I was talking about Ayatollah Khomeini, the current one, but Ayatollah, Ayatollah Khomeini. From that era, I used to talk about him a lot as well, but I didn't ever know why. Of course, I've talked uh, in my life a lot about JFK as well. Gerald Ford, Hirohito, Ferdinand Marcos, which is Amelda Marcos' husband, or the ruler of the Philippines, former ruler of the Philippines. Jesse Owens, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. Am I a Marvel, a Marvel Comics fan? Hell, motherfucking yes. I love me some Stan Lee. Rest in power to Stan Lee. John Wayne, Mordecai Anilowicz, Ingrid Bergman, Paul Newman, Alexei Nikolaevich, Elizabeth Short, Suharto, uh, Alan Turing. There's like nine pages of these people. Ray Kroc, B.B. King, Nikolai... Kosheshku, I've I've heard his Nikolai Kosheshku Kosheshku, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I forgot. I heard his name before and I forgot how to pronounce it. Ginger Rogers, Rogers, Margaret Hamilton, Steve Allen, Reinard Heydrich, Augusto Pinochet, Paul Pot. You know Paul Pot's ass was a fucking murderer. Desi Arnaz, Pierre Trudeau, Stan Musial, Francis Crick. Ethel Rosenberg, Albert Anastasia, Henry Kissinger, Rosalind Franklin, Grace Hopper, Carlo Gambino, Ben Hogan, Ed Gein, Truman Capote, or Truman Capote, Sidney Poitier, William Hanna, Lou Costello, Jean Bedel Bocassa, Mohammed Reza Palavi, Willie Sutton, Doctor Seuss. Orville Redenbacher, (laughs) Liberace, oh, I love fucking Liberace, Amon Gott. Ella Fitzgerald was from this generation, Kim Il-sung, which is the ancestor, of course, of Kim Jong-un, I believe, Pretty Boy Floyd, who, yes, was a real person, John Steinbeck, Pope Benedict the, is that 14th? V. I. Pope Benedict the 16th Tennessee Williams Catherine Hepburn Anastasia Nikolaevna Walter Cronkite Roy Campanella Lana Turner Vivian Lee Billy Holiday Yogi Berra Joseph Barbera Betty White Jane Wyman Neil Simon Leonid Brezhnev, Frida Kahlo Hank Williams, Bob Hope, Hedy Lamar, Joy Adamson, George Reeves, original Superman, Malcolm X. Hi, here we go. Here we go with the confirmation because I just told my husband yesterday that I fucks with Malcolm X. Okay, here we go. He was from my fucking generation. That makes, this makes sense to me now. Edmund Hillary, William Holden, Jackie Coogan, Betty Page. Thor Heyerdahl, Charles Bronson of the Bond fame, Clara Bow, Clark Gable, Robert Kappa, Doris Day, Leo Roche, Jonas Salk, Robert F. Kennedy or Bobby Kennedy, Gunther Grass, Christian Dior, and Morrow Lindbergh, Charles M. Schultz, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, Solzhenitsyn, Sam Giancana, Tins. Tinjing Norgay, Mir Naloy, Alec Guinness, Prince Philip, Vera Allen, George Wallace, Howard Hughes, Raymond Maxese, Helen Wills Moody, Yule Brunner, James Stewart, Orson Welles. I told y'all the other day to listen to Orson Welles, right? Now Orson Welles. HG, H.G. Wells. My bad. I, I mixed it two up. Akira Kurosawa. We told Pilecki. Lee. Marvin. Melvin Purvis. Byron Nelson. Spiro Agnew. William J. Casey. Joan Crawford. Nat King Cole. Edwin Land. Mary Astor of the Astor. Very wealthy Astor family. Albert Speer. Anwar Sadat. I'm very familiar with Anwar Sadat. Sheik. Mujibur Raman Edith Piaf George Orwell my my dude George Orwell was for my generation. No wonder I'm so conspiratorial. No wonder. I don't even know his birthday. Kirk Douglas. I love Kirk Douglas too. Roald Dahl. I used to read his books. Jian Ching. Boomybow. I Adul- do Adul- I Adul- do Yad- Jeff. Bumibol Adul Yajev, he's Asian. Harper Lee, of course, of Harper Lee books, or Harper Collins books, probably. Jacques Cousteau, I love Jacques Cousteau for his exploratory um, work. Edward Teller, I'm familiar with him. David Lean, Jack Ruby, Kwame Nkrumah, very familiar with him. Jose Ferrer, Edouard Worse. Gloria Stewart, Cesar, Romero, Jack Kirby. So a lot of these people are still alive, but a lot of them are not. Okay? Um, hold on. I need to click on something. I need to see H.G. Wells, I mean George Orwell's birthday. June 25th, 1903 from, he was born in Motahari, Bengal, India. He is a cancer he died on January 21st, 1950. He had a burst pulmonary artery. He was only 46. He also um, was a colonial policeman in Burma. He's British, of course. So, like I said, there are nine pages. Estelle Getty, she's probably of the Getty family, of Getty images. Yeah. Meyer Lansky, Greta Garbo, Thurgood Marshall, Burgess Meredith. I wrote a paper on Thurgood Marshall in school. Harry Morgan, Jacques, Karouac, Jacques Kerouac, my bad. Or Jack, it's not Jock. it's Jacques Kerouac. Ava Gardner, Nelson Rockefeller, Glenn Miller, Jerry Stiller, Edward Heath, Isaac Asimov, Menachem Begin, or excuse me, Menachem Began, However, you like to pronounce it, most people say Menachembegin. begging. Uh, Efren Rios Mont, Louis Leakey, or Louis Leakey, Gary Cooper, Albert Camus, James Baldwin. That's my dude. Oh, my dude is James Baldwin. See a lot of these people from this generation. Um, I've had some unusual uh, <laughs> draw to. Get Gregory Peck, Momofuku, Ando, Olivia Day. De- Haviland, or Avaland, Lawrence Olivier, Johnny Carson, Angela Lansbury, Murder, She Wrote, Child. That was my joint growing up. I, st- I still be watching Murder, She Wrote on Netflix when I get a chance. When I'm not into my, all, all the other stuff I study, if I got time, I'll, I go back and I watch Angela Lansbury on Murder, She Wrote. Because I grew up watching her as a child and being absolutely fascinated with the show. Okay, Mad Dog Call. Paul Harvey, John Glenn, which you know was NASA astronaut. Brendan Bayhan, Ding Xiaoping, Susan Hayward, Wa Guofing, Nguyen Van Thieu, or Van Thieu. I don't know how to pronounce all Vietnamese names, but Nguyen Van Thieu, um, or Van Thieu, however you pronounce it. Carl David Anderson, Patricia Neal, Hank Greenberg, Jean-Paul Sartre, Anne McCaffrey, Yitzhak Robin, Ed Sullivan, Federico Fellini, Bill Haley, Faisal of Saudi Arabia, AJP, Taylor Linus Pauling, Leontine Price. That was a beautiful woman. I hadn't seen this picture of her before. Leontine Price, Charlton Heston, Allen Ginsberg, Peter Sellers. Cesar Chavez, Bronco Nagurski, Robert Oppenheimer. As you know, Robert Oppenheimer was responsible for work on the atomic bomb. Mikhail Kalashnikov, Robert Mugabe. I don't fuck with Robert Mugabe. You know, everybody I didn't fuck with from this generation. But a lot of these people I was fascinated with growing up and knew a lot about them. Marlene Dietrich, Jessica Tandy. George Nissen, Mary... I already said Mary, I think. Yeah, I think I said Mary Leakey. I think that's a double. Alex Haley of Roots. Doris Roberts. Doris had a smart mouth like me. (laughs) Um, Sugar Ray Robinson. Dorothy Height. The mother Dorothy Height. Awesome. Claire Trevor. Jean Tierney. Sam Sneed. Aldo Moro. Billy Wilder. Salvador Dali. Ernest Borgnine. Phyllis Dillard, Ralph Abernathy, Janet Lee, Janet Gaynor, Henry Fonda, Mary Martin, Rod Steiger, Betty Friedan, Shelley Winters, Tom Landry, Dimitri Polyakov, Ezard Childs, Charles, excuse me, Mel Brooks, Bill Hewlett, Hugh Hefner, Paul Dirac, William Golding, William Shockley, Loretta Young, Harold Wilson, Arthur Leonard Leonard Schaulow, Ansel Adams, Pablo Neruda, Jack Kilby, Carl Reiner, John Kenneth Galbraith, Norma Shearer, George Mikan, Burt Lancaster, Moshi Dayan, Douglas Engelbart, Spike Milligan, Maurice Richard, and uh rich Sir Richard Attenborough, Jack Lemon, uh, I'm gonna skip down. Muddy waters. Vince Lombardi. Oscar Schindler. is that the one from Schindler's list? I don't remember all my history at once, but. Constantine um, Cherninko. Lorraine Warren, that's my, oh, that's my, that's my lady right there. Lorraine Warren is the one I told y'all about on earlier episodes. Lorraine and Ed Warren, who are demonologists, who are Christians and they're demonologists and they're the ones who were in the conjuring. They they were reenacted. Um, the Conjuring showed Ed and Lorraine Warren at work. Those it was played by actors, but Lorraine, excuse me, Lorraine was sitting on the front row when Ed did a when the actor Ed did a lecture in the movie The Conjuring. Lorraine was sitting in the front row. I've known Lorraine for years. Of her, rather, it makes sense that she was from that generation. Langston Hughes, Rodney Dangerfield. John Coltrane, oh yeah. There's some heavy hitters from this generation. That's why they call it the greatest generation. Fanny Lou Hamer, oh yeah. Uh Lita Gray. David Attenborough. So there must be two David Attenborough's. Or maybe that was a that was probably a younger picture and this one's an older maybe. Pardon me. Benjamin Spock, Dr. Spock, <laughs> um, Judy Holiday, Jackson Pollock. You know how Kanye West and them rappers love to use Jackson Pollock in their raps. I'll spray you and my walls look like Jackson Pollock. They love to say that shit in rap songs. Josephine Baker. See, I told you she was a World War II spy. Josephine Baker, Betty Nuthall, Joseph McCarthy, Ben Bradley, Cicely Saunders, Barbara Bush. George C. Scott, Joseph Gilbert Hamilton, skipping down, J.D. Salinger, Uh, Mahalia Jackson, oh yeah, I remember when I was a child, I used to listen to Mahalia Jackson gospel songs, and there was something about that that wonderful lady that just her voice was incredible, and you know what, y'all? This is another confirmation that me and Alexis K. Tyler um, might be soul family. Because I remember she mentioned Mahalia Jackson one time, maybe. Or was it somebody else? It might have been Mahalia Jackson. I could be wrong, though. Tony Stone, who was, looks like a black woman ball player. Marcinia Lyle Alberga was a baseball player, American. She made history in 1953 when she was signed by the Indianapolis Clowns of the Negro Leagues, making her the first woman ever to play professionally in a men's league from St. Paul, Minnesota. She's also a cancer. She died in November 2nd, 1996. Pardon me, at the age of 75. Louis Jordan Henry Mancini, Paul Henry Shirley Jackson... Nancy Reagan. Errol Garner. Maiharishi Mahesh Yogi. Robert Altman. Charlie Bird Parker, jazz musician or saxophonist. Buck O'Neill. Uh, a lot of these people died a long time ago. Lightning Hopkins would look like a musician. Uh, Tom Bradley, Howard Zinn, Charles R. Drew, Eugene McCarthy, Charlie Sifford, Carl Popper. But yeah, it's a bunch of them on here. I'll put a link in the box so you can look through all these people. I'm on the last page, but, um, have y'all ever had, um, you know, if you feel free to comment, please comment. Have have y'all ever had any kind of, uh vision like this or uh, transmission like this where you were in a past life doing some kind of secret work <laughs> or am I the only one? Now I know not everybody has that life path but it makes a lot of fucking sense. And uh John Dillinger was also a cancer. So Why am I attracted to all these cancers from this generation? Not all of them are cancers, of course, but the ones that I've clicked on just all happen to be cancers. Jimmy Carter, of course, is from that generation. But, yeah, some of these people are still alive. Some of these people are not. So, I know in that life that I died and then then was reborn several decades later. So... I was either died, I don't know how I died though, I, I can't, I, I haven't seen that, I may not ever see it, but I don't know how I died, um, I just know, I heard 1975, so maybe I passed away in 1975. That would make sense because I was born in eighty three. Again, if this is the truth, uh, um. So, from nineteen twenty seven to nineteen seventy five, what was going? I wonder what was going on. Like, I'm gonna have to look up the major events in the world uh, to see what was happening during that time. Um between 27 and 75 and then I will probably include that in another episode next time I talk about past lives and stuff but sorry I'm I gotta so um I would have been 48 years old or around 48 years old Okay, so this is information from an ex-CIA operative. He, it says, what is the operational life expectancy of a spy? It says, this is from Brad Robinson, ex-CIA operative, now private investigator with the Millennium Group. He answered this in 2015, and it says, Quote, the term spy is rather vague, so I will limit my response to staff officers, i.e. full-time employees, as opposed to outside, quote-unquote, sources or, quote-unquote, assets working at street-level undercover operatives on behalf of governmental intelligence agencies. The answer, in most cases, is not very long. The stress level is almost unimaginable, the physical danger is considerable, and the more active, aggressive, and successful one is, the more quickly one's cover erodes." To use my CIA training class as an example, 33 of us graduated, most in our early to late 20s. 25 years later, when a similar graduating class from IBM or Merrill Lynch would be preparing for retirement. So only nine of those original 33 remained and only three of those nine were still out quote unquote spying. The rest were pushing paper back at Langley or they burned out and moved on, or they died in the line of duty, or they had suicides, okay? So, mm, I'm going to have to dig more on this on my own, but I just want to share this with y'all in case anybody out there has had um, some kind of, you know, premonition like this, I guess, or you know, but I'm going to get off of here, y'all, and, and I agree with, uh, Sandra, Jane, Salim, thank you, queen, for that nice message, it popped up while I was recording, um, I agree, we can't be feeding energy vampires, and there are a lot of them um, who are seeing my light and who are uh, coming around to my channel, okay, so, yeah, we're going to keep pushing forward, I agree, because I do have a lot of work to do, and I have a lot of content to put out, and and I'm used to dealing with energy vampires, and right before you left that comment, I was talking to my husband an hour before that about energy vampires, and people coming next to me and and trying to siphon my energy and trying to distract and, and, you know, denigrate and, and start foolishness. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that is why I came on today to share this transmission about a past life with you all. Uh, when I see a synchronicity, uh, that gives me the check that yes, what I saw was true, I already feel is true. Because I've never seen anything like that before, and no, I have not been watching any spy content, so it would be no really read. I haven't been even watched reading my spy book yet. Um, there would be no real reason for me to have that out of the blue. It, I don't believe in coincidence, so I know it's a reason. But going back to energy vampirism, definitely, definitely protect yourself. The message came from spiritual OG yesterday to protect yourself because things are about to ramp up. And so uh, do your best to stay focused on whatever it is you're doing and to stay out of portals that are going to send you down the wrong path or have you uh, so emotionally charged up with whatever is going on in the news that it takes you off of your mission and it messes with your equilibrium from day to day. Now there's there's one thing to relay the information like I'm doing, but I I always encourage you all to remain balanced and to protect your energy because uh there are a lot of inflammatory people out there, there are a lot of narcissists, sociopaths and psychopaths that run YouTube channels and they will um, and even if they don't have content, there are a lot of them on the YouTube pages who are commenters and who will come at you, right? And I am I seem to be some kind of narcissist magnet or whatever. So they always find their way to me. That is the nature of life. I really don't you know I'm not upset about that. That's the nature of light on life on how learning how to navigate the rocky crags that you have to sail through. Okay. But uh, what I do want to encourage you all to do is to definitely do spiritual practice to protect your aura and strengthen your aura and other spiritual work for protection because that message came from spiritual OG and I've been feeling it as well that it's, this is a this is a time when you really want to guard yourself and, and stay away from closed minded people and stay away from um, you know uh, low vibrational people, people who want you to stay. Thinking like they think and, you know, people who want to take little little jabs and, and little subliminals. Stay away from motherfuckers like that because they stuck in their life where they at for a reason. Don't nobody give a damn about no 60,000 subs, no 40,000 subs, no 100,000 subs. Don't nobody give a damn about that shit if your ass is stuck in life. And if you have problems that you want to project onto other people. Don't nobody give a fuck about how many subs you got because you can buy subs today if I wanted to go and buy 20,000 subs I could do that and I could buy the views and the comments to go along with it so your sub count is not indicative of legitimacy sub count is not indicative of a good messenger okay some of the biggest disinformation channels on YouTube have a lot of subs some of the biggest narcissists on YouTube have a lot of subs okay so so count miss me with all of that. The truth is always gonna be unpopular. Exactly. We can't we can't mourn someone we don't know. Fuck that. I ain't mourning nobody I that ain't close to me and that ain't family and that ain't you know somebody that I didn't have kinship with. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. That don't make me inhumane. That makes me fucking conscious. And sensible to protect my energy. That's what the fuck that shit makes me. Smart, bitch. <laughs> Smart. Okay. And aware. You know, but like I said, this uh black p- black preacher pimparchy bitch slap, if you get out of line bullshit that a lot of black women promote, uh, yeah, that's why they ain't wifed up by nobody. <laughs> that's why don't nobody stick with them for very long. Okay. That's why the fuel they get has to be on... The internet, the fuel that they get from masses and masses of black women who are not aware or black people who are not aware has to come from the internet because don't nobody really fuck with these motherfuckers in real life. And you can tell by the level of superiority complex and narcissism that they have that motherfuckers really don't fuck with them in real life, so they get on YouTube and try to tell you how you need to think and how you need to be and how you better be and how you ain't ready to level up. Where's your fucking level up? Because last I checked, some of these bitches was driving 15-year-old fucking SUVs. 10-year-old SUVs. And ain't nothing wrong with driving an older car. I saying, Stop talking shit to people as if you... Got it together yourself. As if you got the keys to the kingdom. You ain't got the fucking keys to the kingdom. But that cult mentality of BWE and some of these black conscious channels or whatever. I I don't fuck with that shit. I called BWE out as a cult over a year ago. A good year ago. And that's exactly what the fuck it is. So that's why I just do me. But I'm just one of them people, I call it like I see it. I'm not mincing words. Uh, the only time I'm mincing words is when I'm told to mince words. And my life path number is a number eight. And it says, quote, you feel compelled to tell the truth without padding. And that is not going to go over well with a lot of people. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. Life path number eight. You can go look it up. That's my life path number. Okay. It's very, very accurate what I read, and uh, so yeah, I'm not gonna miss words. I'm not gonna take uh, personal jabs at people until they until I feel the energy is coming at me crazy, and when I feel their energy is taking a jab at me then you know then sometimes i address it but it's not necessary i'm just going to focus on my content because there are a lot of people who are um intimidated by me and i've known that for a long time the the people who so-called uh is in my so-called family back home is intimidated by me okay so you know definitely strangers would be people who i grew up with is intimidated by me okay so definitely people out in the world would be but i'm not i'm not trying to be intimidating i just am who i am and i'm always growing and i'm always changing a scorpio dies to their old self sometimes daily sometimes multiple times a day that is a transformative sign it's a fixed sign but the energy is water so it's transformative and then my aquarius moon makes me very logical and very fucking smart now i'm not being cocky i'm just saying that's how I can disconnect. I can be the nurturer, the carer, the one who wanted to be the nurse, the one who wanted to be a doctor, the one who wanted to go and work for the Peace Corps and World Health Organization, humanitarian aid efforts in other countries, the one who wanted to do all of that to help people. So it's not about being inhumane when we don't mourn these deaths or whatever. It's about being sensible and understanding that Instead of me leaking energy to somebody that I don't know, I'm putting that energy into manifesting whatever I need to get next or whatever I would like to next uh, produce next or have next. So I'll talk to y'all soon. Have a good one.